What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Mid Convo Podcast. I'm your host, Edward Lee, as always. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. Today's episode is titled, How Winners Are Made. So let's get right into it. Now, 2020 has been crazy. that would be an understatement even then, but there's just a lot of things that I have learned this past year. Now, this is my second year freelancing full time, and that means that I quit my job basically two years ago, and now I'm going on year three of essentially working for myself. And trust me, guys, I have learned a lot, um, I have experienced a lot, and I still have a lot more to go. But as far as like running your own business and being your own boss, and creating content for a living, I feel like there are a lot of struggles, a lot of breakthroughs that I've been through that I feel like I can really share uh, with you guys. And I think a lot of you guys might be going through similar situations that I faced when I was first starting out. But let's get right into the topic. You know, this this podcast is not one of those ones where we have crazy long intros with ad reads and things like that. So let's just get right into the topic. Um, I'm not that talented. Um, and if you look at some of my work and some of my um, portfolio pieces, you might think to yourself, oh, wow, like Ed has um, gotten pretty good at video or his video is dope. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm not saying that to kind of, you know, brag or anything like that. It's just that I see all that. I see all the support that I get. And it's just humbling because I know where I started. I have humble beginnings. I was not the best at video when I first started out. If you actually scroll back to my YouTube channel, you go way, way, way back to the very first video. (laughs) I say way, way, I haven't posted that many videos, but if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you will see my very first YouTube video. It's literally titled first upload. Yo, that video is trash. It's trash. It's hot trash. Um, But you know, it doesn't matter because we all have to start somewhere. And this is the difference, guys. It's not that I am talented. It's just that I stuck with it. You know, when I was in high school, when I was going through college, when I was going through all these like crazy life changes, I just never dropped the camera. I mean, I did briefly for like some transitional parts of of my life. But for the most part, I've just always had that creativity inside of me. And even though it wasn't really getting me anywhere, I just made sure to never drop the camera. I would always try to take photos. I would always try to take videos. I'd always try to increase my skills as a creative. And I wasn't always trying to chase a bunch of um, numbers and algorithms and engagement, all this kind of stuff. I just made sure to stick with it always. But with that being said, I know what it's like. I know what it's like to have no followers. I know what it's like to have no engagement, no income, no clients, no camera gear. Like literally all the stuff that I own now, I busted for, yo. Like I worked hard to work uh, to afford the things that I have now. Like when I was first starting out guys, like I didn't have a computer. I didn't have all the gadgets and tech. I literally just had a camera and like a cheap lens and that's where we all start. And so I just want to make it very clear that I'm just like you guys. I don't know who's listening and I don't know who needs to hear that, but we all start somewhere and I want to share with you guys as much of this journey as I can so that you know you guys can take shortcuts that i didn't maybe have when i was first trying to make it or even now you know i I feel like i'm learning things all the time and i want to be able to share hacks and tips and tutorials with you guys that i think can speed up the process so that you can do what you love a lot quicker 
So now that you know that I've been through all that, um, you might still be struggling. You might still have that pull inside of your brain like, man, I'm not cut out for this. Or I look on YouTube, I look on Instagram and everyone's crushing it way more than me. Man, how do you break out of that mindset? How do you how do you break out of that self-doubt, you know, that lack of confidence? And I talk about process a lot in my uh, content, but today it's going to be a little bit different. It's, it's still kind of wrapped around process, but I kind of want to hit on an illustration that I kind of actually came across in my Peloton class. The one of the Peloton trainers was like, hey, like he said this statement and I was like, dude, I'm going to build off of that. That's fire. But essentially... You need to put in the work when nobody is watching, guys. And to elaborate a little bit more, let's talk about the sports industry a little bit. You know, like NFL, MLB, NBA, kind of like professional sports. Now, why why do people take, why do people draw inspiration and illustrations and examples and stuff? Why do they always pull it from sports? Have you ever thought about that? Like, I always feel like people relate the success or like the grind or motivation a lot of times they do relate it to like sports uh, professional sports and professional athletes and you know i feel like this is the reason why they do that it's because in the commercial and corporate world right we're talking about ceos creative entrepreneurs all this stuff that we are basically striving for in uh, this like secular career path right basically in the commercial and corporate world people's success is measured off of their income normally like how much money they make the car they drive the home they own just like all the materialistic stuff right like it's based off of their income you know literally of course i don't want to discredit any successful people who have worked really hard to get where they are aside from the money and i'm talking about the corporate world right like of course the people who have built something substantial they have worked very hard to get there and i'm not saying they didn't work hard i'm just saying that usually in the corporate world that is how success is measured, that it's through money, through their income. But the rea- reality is there are a lot of people out there in this um, commercial world that we're talking about. There's a lot of people out there that have come across a person or a crazy opportunity or just timing was perfect for them and they somehow managed to build an empire. Not always, but I'm telling you, a lot of successful people um, who work very... Uh, awesome like career jobs that are salary based or even finding their own company they came across some sort of resource that basically changed their life that that really helped them uh catapult into their success and use it essentially as like a springboard whether that that was a person or an opportunity or just like a time in their life you know like there was definitely some things the stars aligned so to speak and they were able to be successful now with sports though you're either a stud athlete or you're not You know what I mean? Like there is no way to be an MVP by just like luck or by timing. It's just straight up hard work. You know, of course, there is going to be chances for professional athletes to show what they're made of. And there are times where like the opportunity is kind of presents itself. But for the most part, if you're a professional athlete, like you just are gifted and you've worked really hard to get there and no one can take that away from you there is no one person that can fill that role and be you instead if they had the same opportunity you have just put in the work to get to where you are you know so of course some people are genetically gifted but for the most part uh professional athletes they they have to grind they got to put in the hours they got to put in the work to be an mvp you know 
And genetics isn't the only reason why Kobe is Kobe or LeBron is LeBron or Jordan is Jordan. Like, it's not just because they are, you know, naturally gifted. Like these people, these people I just listed have been through so much, have put in so much work and effort to be who they are today. You know, basically the the ongoing theme that I'm trying to hit at is they just put in the grind, hard work. They put in the work, they put in the hours, especially when nobody was watching, when nobody was watching, when no one knew who they were, they were putting in that work. Now, where am I going with this? This is the problem that I see with a lot of people in the creative industry, especially with how much YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and like we just live in a viral environment. Everyone is trying to go viral. Everyone's trying to have a viral video, a viral photo. Everyone's just trying to be in the limelight, right? But too many people live for the fourth quarter. Too many people live for this limelight, for this spotlight, for all the engagement, for all the likes. So many people are living in that moment or striving for that moment. And that's why they aren't succeeding because they think that they can just come off the bench with cold hands and just hit the game winning buzzer beater. It just don't work like that. And it's kind of like creators thinking they could just pick up a camera, post videos for one month and they get discouraged that they're not the biggest YouTuber ever. You know what I mean? Like you can't just post one photo for, you know, a week or post for a week or post videos for a week and think that, oh man, I'm not getting traction. Why, why are my videos not working? Why are my photos not working? It's not that they're not working. It's just that you're so early in your journey. You know what I mean? I think you might be looking for results too soon. That might be the problem. And I don't blame people for feeling that way. Like I felt that way before, you know, and I've got caught in that trap and i've i've got over it but you know when i was in that trap it's it's not your fault you know the the social media society we live in today kind of feeds into that that doubt into that uh dilemma like man is my stuff not working is my stuff trash like it it definitely contributes to that this whole social media monstrosity that that is what we call the digital medium now right so it's not your fault but at the same time you got to be woke. You got to be self-aware. You got to be self-awareness is key in all of this stuff. People just think that because nobody is watching their content or liking their photo or liking their video, that is not worth their time or that they wasted their time making that piece of content. And that could not be farther from the truth. Imagine a basketball player coming off the bench for their first ever NBA appearance and then being mad at the end of the game that they weren't the top scorer or didn't land MVP. That will be silly, right? But that's essentially what's happening right now in the creative industry. Now, my main point of this entire podcast is really this, and it's this statement. Winners are made in the off season. Winners are made in the off season. In order to be the best player in the NBA or NFL, not that I know how to do that. I'm just saying, uh, based off of what I've seen, in order to really be the best, uh, it's not about just hitting the game winner for a playoff game you know that's the easy part that's that's really the easy part because everything they've worked towards had led up to that moment the hard part is putting in the work the week of the game the month of the game the entire season the preseason and the off season it's that it's those times when nobody's watching nobody's 
tuning in to see the game winner. No one's seeing what the work they're putting in that led up to that point. And that's why they can play so well in the fourth quarter. And that's where MVPs are made. That's where Olympic medalists are made. That's where like people become what, what looks like the tip of the iceberg, right? But there's just so much that they've accomplished up until that point. But the audience, the fame, the limelight, uh, all that stuff comes in the fourth quarter. So a lot of people, they strive for, for that. But the reality is that's just a small piece of the puzzle. Right, guys, when it's time to shine, they basically just showed up and they were fully prepared to absolutely crush it. So how how does this how does this concept um, how can we draw the parallel? How, how does this apply to our creative businesses and our personal brands? Well, for starters, stop worrying about the fourth quarter. Stop worrying about your first couple uploads. Stop worrying about why you're not getting engagement or followers. Just stop worrying about all the stuff that will be important later, but just not now. Working on your business when nobody is watching is really when the magic happens. That's when everything clicks for you. All that hard work you put in for yourself will pay out eventually. And I'm talking about hard work for yourself, not for anyone else. Not for um, your followers, not for your subscribers. I'm talking about that hard work that you put in for yourself and yourself only. The longer you stick out with something, in my opinion, like the longer you, you keep with it and don't give up, the bigger the reward you do when you catch that big break. When the opportunity presents itself, you will reap much larger reward. You will reap, <laughs> English is hard. You will reap a much larger reward. You know, because you've just built up so much to that point and it'll all come together in the end. So if you work hard, you will be ready when you're in that fourth quarter moment and you have the ball in your hands. You're going to hit that game winning buzzer beater like because you've prepped so hard to get to that point. If you didn't prep to get to that point, then this is kind of going into more of like the content creation. I always tell my friends who um, who kind of struggle with getting engagement, things like that. I always tell them like for YouTube, for example, right? Let's say you're trying to grow on YouTube and you post one video, two videos, three, maybe you even post 10 videos, guys, 10 videos. And I know a lot of you guys who are listening have not even posted 10 videos like in a year because 10 videos can can be a lot depending on how frequently you create. But regardless, my point is, let's say you post 10 videos and then you get no videos, no likes or I mean, you get no engagement, no likes, no subscribers, things like that. And then you're just like, eh, I'm going to give up right? The reason why that's so terrible is because imagine you have a hundred videos built up, hundred videos, and then your hundred and first video pops off, like it goes viral. Maybe it was shared by another famous influencer. Maybe it, a, a blog article picked it up. Regardless, let's just say your hundred and first video pops off, right? Basically, when that influx of audience comes to your channel, they will have a hundred other videos that they could watch, right? And that's that credibility. When they see that you have a hundred other videos, they're going to be like, man, they're going to binge on all those videos. I know that I've done it before. You guys have probably done it before too. You'll find a new creator. You'll find their content. And before you know it, you're like watching all their old videos. You're watching all the content they put out over the last year because you're just a fan of their stuff and you start binging, right? 
And we've all experienced that. So it's the same way if we're trying to accomplish something great on any of these platforms, especially YouTube. Imagine if you catch your break on the 101st video, they'll have 100 videos to watch on. And for sure, the, the likeliness of them subscribing will be much higher versus let's say your fifth video pops off. They come to your channel, you have four other videos. Like it clearly looks like you're just getting started. It's not going to have the same impact. You know, it's not going to pay out the same way as if you were to have way more built up and you've put in all that work. And it also won't be as rewarding because you haven't really put in that much work yet. So like, of course, catching a big break, no matter where you are along in your process is always good. But what I'm trying to hit on is that, you know, having more, having more built up for that moment will be so much more important than just complaining that you don't have engagement or that you don't have followers or subscribers super early on in your creative journey. So basically, stop complaining and start practicing. And this podcast isn't really aimed at any one person. It really not. Like uh, a lot of these podcasts are just mental dumps that even sometimes I am speaking to myself oftentimes. But the reality is like we all got to just start complaining and just start practicing putting in those hours in the off season. So start dialing in your personal brand, start posting content, stop worrying about being an MVP when the game hasn't even started for you yet. You know what I mean? Just work towards it, but don't be striving for things that will just discourage you in the short term. Like when I look back at my own story uh, and I realized when I was first starting out, like I picked up a camera for the first time probably in high school uh, I was probably like 15 16 and I picked up a camera for the first time and I obviously I had no idea that I would be where I am today when I picked up the camera for the first time or when I got my first camera um, but I realized when I look back on all those years you know like of course I've been freelancing for like two years going on three years maybe doing it professionally quote-unquote for work maybe for for like four years or five years but really, I've been creating content for like eight plus years now. You know what I mean? And when I think about those first few years where I wasn't getting paid and I was doing it for fun, all those fun shoots, right? Like all those random photo outings with the homies, all those spontaneous adventures where I'm just like, hey, let's just drive to this really cool location and get some content and just post it to my hundred followers, you know, all all those random moments prepped me for where I am today though that was like my off season I guess you could say almost pre-season right I wasn't even close to the game getting even started yet but uh they prepped me they prepped me for when I was ready to really take it to the next level and so that is what I want to emphasize to a lot of you guys creators out there who are starting out just really get out there just start creating I don't care if it's TikTok you know what I mean? Like TikTok, uh, I have mixed feelings about TikTok just because I, you guys have seen some of my work and <laughs> creating videos like that are watered down. I don't know if that's the right word. Just creating videos that are so short form that aren't high quality. Like it's hard for me to do that. I have a lot of respect for people who do TikTok and do well on that platform because it does take a lot of creative energy. It takes a lot of creative energy actually to create these short form videos because because really what you're trying to do is you're trying to make something that lasts less than a minute that keeps people locked in the entire time. Whereas with filmmaking, 
people are already kind of invested into you and so they're willing to watch something for like you know five plus minutes but with tiktok you got to be on the ball because if you don't if you don't know how to get people's attention the first couple seconds it's not going to work and so i have a lot of respect for people who do well on that platform but the reality is like even on that platform just create just just do what you got to do create on tiktok create on instagram use reels um and i've been seeing a lot of people lately just post their content on twitter like i've seen a lot of photographers lately just blow up on twitter because they've posted like four photos like in a grid of their work you know just put it out there you don't always have to make it a business you don't always have to get paid out you know all that work you're putting in that's unpaid you know it's basically you putting in work in the off season in the preseason that that warm-up game that first quarter you know it's 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 just stuff that will prep you for those bigger moments down the line like even me right now of course i've taken my content creation a little bit more seriously and i do it for work but uh i miss those times when i was more spontaneous you know even now i don't i don't think i'm in the fourth quarter to be honest like i don't think i have had my break break yet you know i i have grown socials a little bit and i have been able to make some content that has i think helped a lot of people but for the most part like i'm just getting started all the people who are listening to this right now or watching this like we are only getting started like we aren't even close to the fourth quarter yet I feel like once my big break comes or once I've built up so much and to the point where like it gets shared somewhere and it maybe it goes viral, like I'm waiting for that moment. But at the same time, I'm just like soaking in this whole process. Like I don't have to have the limelight yet. I don't have to have any kind of like major success story yet. Like I'm totally cool with building up my skills so that when that time comes, I'm just ready to rock. You know what I mean? And when I say like make it, it's so subjective. When we talk about the YouTube world, if you're listening to this and you're a creator too, we're, we're talking about like the Peter McKinnon, the Sam Colders, you know, like uh, those kind of people on YouTube, I have a lot of respect for them because they had a big break along the way and they've, they've, you know, measured, they have gotten a lot of success over the past couple of years, but even them, they're still just enjoying the process. They're still just soaking it all in too, but it's just the fact that they never stop. And that's that's a big point too that I'm trying to make. It's just don't stop. Don't worry about the the peak. Don't worry about the the game winning buzzer beater, so to speak. Just put in the work. Play because you love to play. That way, when the time comes and that opportunity hits or the stars align, you will be ready to just absolutely crush it. So, if you're struggling right now with not seeing results, just know winners they're made when. Okay, obviously you guys can't respond. <laughs> They're made in the off season when nobody else wants to work. That's the point. I thought this was a really fitting topic considering we are going into the new year. You know, 2021 gives us all another chance to think process, think long game. I mean, 2020 was wrecked like coronavirus, got no chill, um, pretty much ruined the whole year for a lot of things. But I think this year, though, there was a lot of clarity for a lot of us. You know, there's a lot of clarity, a lot of things that we want to get done. You know, being in, in so much you know solitude, basically, and not doing not doing a bunch of things we're normally used to doing in a given year, like traveling or meeting up with a bunch of people and things like that has given us a lot of time to just think, you know, be alone in our thoughts, figure out where we're headed, figuring out where we want to go. And I'm grateful for that. And I think that, you know, 
But as we're wrapping up 2020, going into 2021, it's really time to just be intentional, take a step back, and then we just freaking go hard 2021. And I want us all to crush it, whoever listens to this podcast episode right now. So think about what you can accomplish next year and what you can be proud of, right? Think about all the thing that is in your power to be the best version of yourself next year. You know, don't let no algorithm, don't let followers or don't let other people have control over your emotion, your mental stability and your success. Like take what you can from them, but for the most part, put it all in your court. Put the ball in your court. Have control over your success. You know, take full ownership of it because it is at the end of the day all on you. Go out there and grab it for yourself. All right, guys. All right. I feel like that was kind of a, I feel like that was kind of fire. If it wasn't, let me know. But if it was, yo, Instagram DM me. I feel like there was a lot of good stuff there for um, even myself to look back on maybe in a couple months or in a couple years. But I really hope that if you're listening to this, that that was helpful. And that's really my objective for these mid convo episodes, guys, whether it's a guest or with just myself, like if you ever just wa- listen to this podcast episode and you're like, and that was, that was weak. Like I didn't get anything from that. Then, uh, I haven't done my job properly. Like this podcast episode is designed to help creators like yourself or, or people like me who are trying to do things in this creative industry, whether that's, uh, by yourself or with a team or just creative entrepreneurship, I guess you could say the whole objective is to help you guys crush it. And that's not my only goal. You know, I want to see everyone win. And I'm really grateful for all the people that listen to this podcast. Like literally it has been growing steadily (laughs) every single week. Like we literally have a couple hundred people now tuning in every single episode, but this is a process. And I'm really grateful for the the small little community that we've built here on this platform uh, with the podcasting. And as I said before, this is just a great way for me to connect with you guys uh, in a, in a longer, more raw, uncut format, right? The stuff we see on Instagram the stuff we see on YouTube, that's all cool and all, but it's kind of curated. It's not as raw. It's not really long form. It's really like just small little, um, sound bites and things like that. But with podcasting, it's like the whole shebang, you know? So I'm really grateful that we have a little community here. I just want to make sure that you guys also know, um, because a lot of you guys who tune into this regularly, are obviously people who are serious about growing their creative business this year or just like crushing it uh, in the coming months or weeks. And so I just want to let you guys also know here, even though I post on Instagram, that I'm doing like Instagram live coaching calls. And uh, at the time of posting this, it's still live. Like whenever you're listening to this, like I don't know if I'll still be doing it at that time. But right now, as of Tuesday, December 15th, which is when I'm recording this, Um, I'm doing Instagram live coaching calls every single week, Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So if you're interested in joining in that live coaching call, I basically just invite two or three people every single week to hop on an Instagram live with me. And I just want to hear your creative struggles, what you're going through uh, and how I can help. Right. Both on the creating side and also maybe on the business side, whether that's personal branding, landing clients, uh, all that good stuff. And I just want to have more tailored advice for many of you, because I know that even though you listen to the podcast, even if you follow me on Instagram, like there's some value there. But it's not the same as when 
I'm speaking to you personally, giving you tailored advice for your specific situation. I know how valuable that can be because it was valuable to me when people helped me along the way. So I want to be able to offer that to you guys as well. Obviously, we cannot do it to scale. Like I can't help everyone, but we got to start somewhere. So if you want to get on that list and potentially be chosen to be on that Instagram live coaching call for the given week, um, I'll put it in the show notes or in the description of this podcast. Make sure you click that link and then you sign up so that I can find you and then I'll reach out to you via email or Instagram DM so that I can invite you to the Instagram live coaching call for that given week. But yeah, I'm not sure if this will be the last episode for the year. Um, it might be the last episode of Mid Convo for the year until we get into 2021. But man, what a year it's been. I'm really grateful for everyone who has tuned into these episodes. And if you feel inclined and you want to do me a favor, I would really appreciate it if you went to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and left a five-star review. Uh, let me know your thoughts on the podcast, what you like about it, what you feel like could be improved about the podcast. Give some feedback there. I would super appreciate it. But with that being said, we're going to end the podcast episode here. Thank you guys so much. See you guys in the next episode. Thank you.